Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial today by signing up at audible.com slash infographics. Go to audible.com slash infographics or text infographics to 500-500 to get started. Warren Buffett was born August 30th, 1930 in Omaha, Nebraska. Exposed to the brutal reality of the American Great Depression, Buffett learned to respect the value of money early in life. In the grip of one of the worst financial crises in American history, his family lost all of their savings as the bank where they kept their money closed just before his first birthday. Living in poverty, Buffett would grow up watching his mother skip dinner so that his exhausted father, working any jobs he could find, could eat a full portion. He would also endure the shame of his family skipping church because of mandatory tithing they could not afford. Rather languish in hardship, however, a young Warren Bully declared one night at the dinner table that he would make his first million dollars by age 35, or he would throw himself off the tallest building in Omaha. From a young age, Warren Buffett showed an incredible talent for math and numbers. He was specially interested in patterns and would play games where he recorded the license plate numbers of passing cars and then at night would write them all down and figure out which number came up most often. This finely honed talent for pattern recognition eventually drew him to a new game that would foreshadow the life to come. One day, as he watched men buying soda from a machine, he became curious and started gathering up the discarded bottle caps. That evening, he returned home and counted up all the bottle caps he had collected, then repeated the process for an entire week, thus learning which brand of soda had the best sales and which flavors were preferred. His mind drawn to numbers, patterns, and finances, Warren soon graduated to recording stock prices from his father's newspaper, repeating his soda pop diligence to figure out high-performing stocks. Feeling like he was watching the world of finance through a glass cage without being allowed to participate, a young Warren dreamed of that first million dollars and the opportunity to invest it. With the Great Depression ending, Warren watched as his father, leery of rising inflation following the financial boom of post-World War II America, invested what little money he had into tangible assets such as gold coins, a crystal chandelier, and sterling silver dinnerware. This would go on to influence Warren's preference of tangible over intangible assets and an investment philosophy that preferred businesses with tangible assets and proven earning power. At age 13, he would go on to his first job as a paperboy, where he realized he could maximize his earnings by diversifying his product line. To that effect, he began to sell magazine subscriptions to his paper route customers, preferring to sell subscriptions just as they were about to expire to guarantee a quick second sale. His paper route would go on to earn him $175 a month, or $3,000 in today's dollars. By the time he was 15, Warren used his earnings to buy a 40-acre farm in Nebraska and hired a laborer to work on the land. After graduating from high school, he used the profits from the farm to pay his way through earning a Bachelor of Science degree from the University of Nebraska. Rejected by the prestigious Harvard Business School, Warren instead applied to and was accepted at Columbia Business School, where he would study under legendary value investor Benjamin Graham. As he left home to New York for business school, the ever-frugal Warren opted to stay at a local YMCA for free rather than pay for room and boarding elsewhere. He picked up a paper route again, but instead invested his money into pinball machines, which he would place at local barbershops. Afraid that the mob owned the gaming industry, though, Warren purposefully kept his operations small. It would be his pinball days that would teach Buffett more practical business lessons than school. Convenience and service fetches, higher prices, location is everything, efficiency determines profit margins, and the partial limitations of scalability for business. After graduating from Columbia Business School, Warren briefly returned to Omaha and studied public speaking while teaching investing at the University of Nebraska. 
1954, his old teacher and mentor Benjamin Graham offered him a job as an investment salesman and securities analyst. By 1956, Buffett had bought a home for his wife and young daughter and had $174,000 in savings, or just over $1.5 million in today's dollars. Believing that he could live comfortably from his earnings on his investments alone, Warren decided to retire at age 26. The young Warren, however, quickly grew restless as his childhood dream of being a millionaire stirred in his head once more. Deciding he would have to be far more active to meet his goal, Warren came out of retirement in 1956 and started Buffett Partnership Limited. Building on the lessons of his youth, Warren grew his wealth by sticking to investing in businesses with proven earning potential and tangible assets. His most influential deal, however, would be the acquisition of Berkshire Hathaway in 1964. Originally established in 1839 as the Valley Falls Company, Berkshire Hathaway would go on to become a highly successful textile manufacturer. However, with the declining sales following a drop of global textile sales after World War I, the financial future of the company looked to be on the decline. Ever-savvy Warren Buffett noticed that its stock prices would improve dramatically after closing down a mill, and thus in 1962 he invested heavily hoping for short-term gain. In 1964, CEO Seabury Stanton offered to buy back Warren's shares at $11.50 per share, in which Warren agreed. However, when he received the offer in writing, he saw that the price had been surreptitiously dropped to $11.37. Furious at this undercutting, Warren instead decided to buy more of the stock and took control of the company, immediately firing Stanton. This, however, put him in a situation where he owned a failing textile manufacturer. So while he initially maintained the core business of textiles, by 1967 he began to invest company money into insurance and media. Eventually he would shut down the entire manufacturing side of the new Berkshire Hathaway, focusing mainly on investments, insurance, utilities, and energy. In just a few short years, Warren Buffett had turned a failing business around, and by age 30, had achieved his goal of earning $1 million, five years earlier than planned. Berkshire Hathaway would go on to become his flagship for all business investments, and despite it being very successful, Warren decided to dissolve his firm, Buffett Partnership, in order to focus all his efforts on developing Berkshire Hathaway. After phasing out the textile business, Warren focused on buying assets in media such as the Washington Post, oil and energy company Exxon, and the insurance giant Geico. In 1979, Berkshire Hathaway began trading at $775 a share, reaching $1,310 by year's end. This would skyrocket Warren Buffett's net worth to a whopping $620 million. Not content to rest on his laurels, however, Warren had a new goal, $1 billion. The same year his personal worth reached over $600 million, he directed Berkshire Hathaway to acquire stock in the television network ABC. Partnering with Capital Cities, a media company worth approximately one-fourth of ABC's net worth, Buffett helped finance a $3.5 billion deal in exchange for 25% stake in the combined company. This deal would rock the media industry as the substantially smaller Capital Cities purchased and then merged with the juggernaut ABC. Edging ever closer to his billion-dollar goal, Warren began buying Coca-Cola stock in 1988, eventually amassing 7% ownership in the company, one of Berkshire Hathaway's longest and still-held investments. With Berkshire Hathaway's share of Coca-Cola stock alone worth $1.2 billion, 
Warren Buffett at last reached his goal of becoming a billionaire as Berkshire Hathaway stocks closed at 7,175 a share on May 29, 1990. With careful investments built on his lessons learned as a child, preference for businesses with tangible assets and proven earning power, Berkshire Hathaway would go on to become one of the most powerful and profitable companies in the world. With Warren Buffett at its head, he would grow his personal fortune 17 times over just six years after earning his first billion, earning 17 billion by age 66, reaching an astonishing 84.7 billion at age 87, his real value would be exponentially higher today had he not given away more than $27 billion to charitable causes in the last decade alone. And although he is one of the world's richest men, he remains an astonishingly frugal man who prefers a mid-2000s style flip phone over a smartphone and often has McDonald's for breakfast. From dirt poor to one of the wealthiest men on earth, Warren Buffett is a true capitalism success story and a hero of the free market. If you want to learn more about Warren Buffett, we suggest listening to an audiobook called Buffett, The Making of an American Capitalist. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership, so you can check out this book risk-free. Audiobooks are a great sidekick for summer activities like hiking, sunbathing on the beach, running, road tripping, enjoying downtime outdoors, and more. Go to audible.com infographics and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. Go to audible.com slash infographics or text infographics to 500-500 to get started.